0: On today's show, suppliers say that Tesla is starting to act like a mean old car company. Lexus turns to spiderwebs to make your tush more comfortable. And how the public is undergoing a psychological change when it comes to autonomous cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. You know, Tesla is starting to look more and more like an old-line car company. It's getting into nasty disputes with more and more of its suppliers. Earlier this year, Tesla sued German supplier Herbiger over problems with the design of its Falcon Wing doors on the Model X. Now Tesla says that Mobileye tried to stop it from designing its own autopilot system. For its part, Mobileye says it's going to drop Tesla as a customer, and that is unprecedented. For a supplier to try and stop an automaker from developing new technology, and it's unprecedented for a supplier to publicly announce it's dropping a car company as a customer. Well, wait, it gets worse. Other suppliers privately tell Autoline that Tesla is beating them up for lower prices. One supplier vice president told us, and I quote, Tesla doesn't care about technology anymore. All they care about is price. Looks like the bloom is off the rose. Tesla is starting to sound more and more like the General Motors of old than like a Silicon Valley startup. And speaking of car companies in trouble, Volkswagen is going to face off against some very powerful antagonists in court. Bloomberg reports that BlackRock is going to sue the automaker for not divulging its diesel emissions scandal when it first learned that it was under investigation. BlackRock is the largest private investment group in the world, That means it has very deep pockets and has the ability to take VW to the mat in court if needed. And it's not just BlackRock. So far, 450 lawsuits have been filed against the company. VW says those claims are unfounded. But now Reuters reports that two German states, Hesse and Baden-Württemberg, are also going to sue VW. Their pension funds hold VW stock and they lost millions when that stock plunged after VW finally went public, that it was under investigation. And when German states turn against a big German company, you know VW is in trouble. Still to come, Lexus is inspired by spider webs to make more comfortable seats. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. There's some new cars on the road you might not recognize. They're from a brand called Genesis. And if that name has a familiar ring to it, it's because for the last few years it's been one of Hyundai's luxury models. That is, until the South Korean automaker decided to put all its chips on the Genesis name.
1: This is a brand-new luxury brand. This is completely separate from Equus. Hyundai, our parent company, had two luxury vehicles. One was Genesis, the other Equus. And it was time, we felt, to really execute luxury properly. We needed to have a separate brand so we can focus on luxury customers properly and focus on a luxury product. And that's really what the Genesis brand is about. To hear more
0: about this new luxury brand, the Genesis dealer body, and its flagship sedan, the G90, go to our YouTube channel for an in-depth feature featuring our own Katie Gritzinger. With the Paris Auto Show right around the corner, more automakers are revealing what new products they'll have on display. Now Volvo is the latest, taking the wraps off the V90 cross-country. Compared with the regular V90, the cross-country comes standard with all-wheel drive, a higher ride height, and a chassis that's been modified to handle off-road driving. Production of the V90 Cross Country kicks off this fall in Sweden. And you'll find more than just new cars in Paris. Lexus is showing off what it calls the kinetic seat concept. As you can see, the back and bottom feature a spiderweb pattern which helps disperse a person's weight to make longer rides more comfortable. It also helps to stabilize your body and that helps steady your field division. It's also somewhat environmentally friendly. The webbing is made from sustainable sources, not oil-based materials, and it's slimmer compared to a regular seat, and that helps cut weight from a vehicle. Hey, coming up next, the public is undergoing a psychological change when it comes to autonomous cars. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. As we keep saying, autonomy could be the most transformative technology to hit the automotive industry in 100 years. But are people ready for it? On Autoline this week, we took the show to the National Conference for the Industrial Design Society of America to discuss Design as a Change Agent. In the following clip, my panel discusses how society is going through a psychological change in regards to autonomous cars.
1: I think on autonomous driving in general, there's a lot of emphasis on is the technology going to make it happen, right? Um, And that's the biggest challenge in the first place. But I think um, the second place is really uh, what's the
0: psychology behind it once that's going on, and, and uh, you know it's just very amusing to, to hear all the stories about uh, the autonomous prototypes driving around in uh, in, uh, in the in the Bay Area and the other cars trying to annoy them, and you know <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's it, these are all really cool and real uh, things that happen. Mark, I saw you nodding, especially when Amco mentioned the psychology that goes into this. It's Uh,
1: interesting because, again, from a historical perspective, we, we do seem to be at a point now where that notion of autonomy is quite, how to put it, extreme. If you actually think of the automotive experience over the last 50 years, we've delegated huge amounts of what had previously been human effort, driving a car, whether it's power steering or whether you press a button for a fan, whether there's a delay, whether you actually actuate that. So I am fascinated by the degree to which, over time, We have been sort of gradually sort of spalling off things that, you know, the earliest drivers would have thought was absolutely what you had to do to be driving. I mean, I'd still hear that in England. It's, I don't want an automatic car. It's not driving. It's like, well, so, I mean, that's fascinating to me. We are at a point now where it's going to become way more evident. But there's actually been an awful lot over time. Even the, frankly, even a horse-drawn carriage or a bicycle, that is a level of autonomy that it would give you as a user that had never been around before. So that historical perspective, I think, is kind of useful.
0: To learn more about what that panel has to say about design as a change agent, you can watch the entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. And we posted a separate video with Q&A from the audience, and you can check that out as well. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and have a great weekend.
1: The Wards Auto UX Conference will explore the latest technologies and consumer expectations for tomorrow's
0: automotive user experience. See presentations from FCA and Continental on strategies for branding UX, and hear a keynote from Dave Lyon of Pocket Square, an innovator in the field of user experience design. We will recognize the winners of Wards Auto's 10 Best UX Awards, and you can check out all the winning vehicles on the show floor. Join us October 4 in Novi. Register now at wardsauto.com UX.